She's the designer of the development of the South Carolina Lupus Registry, creator of Live Love Lab, its only lupus community, author of Diary of a Mad Lupus Patient, a PatientsLikeMe.com team of advisors member, TEDx speaker, and a lupus empowerment guide, activist, and advocate. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join her newsletter for free health and living with lupus resources at thelupusliar.com. Helena J.H. Johnson, The Lupus Liar, Conversations with Lupus Unscripted. <laughs> All right, awesome. Well, um, we have a lot of great things going on right now. As everybody's getting Annetta settled in. Annetta, you can go ahead and say hi to everybody. Hi. Hi. And Annetta's joined here with two of her friends. I'm Helena. And I'm Michelle. All right. Awesome. Well, Annetta's excited, and I'm excited. So you're here because we're just going to have a candid talk about lupus. Yeah. Annetta's going to share her story and tell us a little bit of her story. Um, you're welcome to chime in um, in the chat area if you like in terms of lupus. We'll, we'll be asking some questions also. So again, this is just a candid conversation, conversation about lupus unscripted. We're just going to talk and chat and have some things come out. And uh, Annetta's going to tell you what her experience and her battles have been. And um, we just want to share that information so that folks learn a little bit more about lupus. So Annetta, start us off with a little bit. Just give us a, you know, you've told me before. But now that we have a, a, another audience here, tell tell us a little bit about your story and your diagnosis. Well, as you know, before um, I had talked before about my lupus and how it was really a struggle for me. Um, two months ago, I had got really, really sick. Um, my lupus took, took a toll. Um, I got very sick and. It was just very, it was um, shocking, it was shocking to everyone. My family, especially my aunt and my uncle, they didn't know like what was going on, like what? Three years ago, my legs were amputated. That had never happened. Um, so my and it came, out of, it came out of nowhere, you said just all of a sudden we had to go ahead and, and who had to make the decision about um, your legs being amputated? It was both of them, my aunt and my uncle. It was really a struggle for them. I mean, to have your baby leg amputated, I mean, just imagine if that was your child and the doctor comes out and says, now, her legs have to be amputated. And then what led up to all of this? When were you diagnosed with lupus? I was diagnosed with this. Careless work, 2000. I will never forget that day. That day had really changed my life. I will never forget it. Day that really changed my life. Um, I know it changed my parents' life, my aunt and my uncle's life. Um, if it wasn't for them, I don't know what, where I would be. Um, it was like a lot of things that, that they want to do, they can't do because they always have to say, well, 
what about me? Or, you know, how he gonna, you know, it was his fault. What led up to it? What led up to that day? How were you feeling? What were some of your symptoms? Do you remember? Um, I really, I really don't know. You know, um, I really, you know, that time I was just really tired, really tired. You know, I was just, you know, really tired and. Were you swelling? Remember any swelling or joint pain? No. That's, that's the thing. I was going back and forth to the doctor, and I'm, you know, I was making my appointments, you know, like I was, you know, my blood work was okay, you know. Your blood work was okay. Uh -huh. So you were going back to the doctor, but you were in pain uh -huh. and tired, but no, they said they didn't see anything in your blood work. No, that looks suspicious. No, no joint aches. No. Mm. And that's a common thing that you hear folks saying, why is it taking so long for me to be diagnosed? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember you telling me one day you remember your leg, be, your knee, I'm sorry, your knee being swollen like the size of a grapefruit. Do you remember experiencing a lot of pain during that time? Yes, I would experience pain, you know, I would pop one of my pain pills and be like, okay, pop the pain pills. It's nothing, you know? And of course, I would never tell my, my parents, you know, my Because you said the pain pills. I'm just interrupting because you said the pain pills didn't no. <laughs> Just popping pain pills yeah. and they didn't do nothing. I didn't do anything. And plus, my aunt and my uncle. You know, they were like, okay. <laughs> they really like, you know, take things away from what? Like, what's going on? You know? Yeah, what's going on? You know, and when you have a child that's, you know, taking it still, you're like, wait, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> hold up, then we can become addicted, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. So, you know, it was, you know, it was, it was hard. Mm -hmm. And I began sleeping in, like, I was sleeping in until like 10 o'clock. Every day. And, and my auntie would be like, "Why God? Why God?" <laughs> and, you know, because we didn't know they didn't know what's going on. We no. like, why, why are you so tired? Why are you always so laying down and things of that sort?" You mentioned to me when you mentioned you started off telling us about legs being amputated and it's coming out of nowhere. Years before, because this is recently that this happened. Years before. What are some of the things that was going on? So first you got diagnosed, lots of pains, adjustment in the family, as you were saying. Were there some things you tried, like tried to do different doctors, going to school, anything to distract yourself from the pain? Well, I, I had always wanted to go back to school. I had always wanted to finish you know, going back where I realized that I, I can't, you know, because school can relate to us. Um, and stress is no good. Stress. I learned that when I was going to school in 2000 and 2002. 2000, you know, 2002, okay. You know, you're taking all those classes. And you try to keep up with 
with the other hand, you know, you know, and you just can't feel it. So, you know, I, I did get a class degree. I got a little certificate and I was like, oh, okay, you know, maybe I, I can get suicide and become a medical, um, a medical dealer and hold it. Okay. So a medical assistant, medical, a medical bill and clothing. Oh, medical clothing. Yeah. Uh -huh. And that's a, and that's something where you can look at home. Uh -huh. So like, it, it's, it's like, you know, the doctors can, they have a patient. Like then they say, okay, I got a, here. This is what you are. And you've always wanted to do that? You've always wanted to have something? Or did you make the choice to have something where you work at home because of your illness? So you were trying to do something that would allow you to work at home because of being sick, right? Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Did you get a chance to, because I don't remember you telling me if you did have a chance to, to work at home for a while. Yeah. Um. That's not something I wanted to do, <laughs> but you know, due to my illness, I had to, you know, switch my cook. Mm. What was something you wanted to do? I wanted to go to school for um, medical um, assistant. Okay, but you chose anything in the medical field to help other people. Yes. So you chose medical coding because you knew you could possibly work. You could work at home. Yes. All right. I got you. I got you. I had always wanted to help other people, especially in the medical field. Like you're doing now. Yeah. Talk about lupus. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So, you know, I I feel like, okay, this disease, it can, can can kill me. You can go from sitting down to being an oil kid like I am. Uh, right now, my legs are amputated. And I had no legs at all. Did you say why you were going to have to get them amputated? Did you find out afterwards? Yes, um, because I I I had a blood. I, I had something inside my blood. I, I had an infection inside my blood. Um, they had it literally amputated my my two legs. Um, it was no killing. Either you amputate my legs. Or I died. Which one? So that was really hard for my fifth parents. And I look at Melanchthon as my parents. Could you imagine someone coming up to you and telling you that you can Man, so I, I have some bad news. Mm -hmm. Either you amputate her legs or she dies. No parent when they hear that. No, no. And are, are you, so you didn't have to make that decision right then and there, right? Yes, thank God I did. Hmm. Um, how'd you feel though? You know, you always joking. I know, I know we're, we're, we're serious here, but because I know you a little bit and know how you like <laughs> how'd you feel when you, you know, when this happens like this, I'm surprised Dianetta, everybody don't know Dianetta. Dianetta, did Dianetta come out saying what in the world? 
when you found out? I was just shocked. I didn't have the words to say. Mm -hmm. I didn't know at the time what to say. Gotcha. And at first it was a shock. You know, it was like, I know it. When you called me, like like you giggling a little bit now, when you called me, you was like, you know what, though, Helena? Guess what? I'm still here. Yeah. And what? what's your foundation for your smiles and your foundation for every time you're going through something, we're always smiling or being jovial or finding something to joke about. What's your foundation? Because I know folks want to know what in the world keeps you so grounded. Mm. Really, like when I see you, like you see, I pray to God, family, and praying, and I see you like, okay, because <laughs> you just constantly do. We got some more business coming in. I gotta get titles on you again. Oh, we gotta get titles. So you know, you're on frequent we're gonna we're gonna pause because Annette's on frequent. Vitals. Oh. And um, if we have to come back, we'll come back. So let's just pause for a moment. How about that? All right.
start that back. There we go. Thank you guys for waiting. Um, most of you who are on probably had a chance to go ahead and take our poll. The poll should have popped up while you were on. And uh, Annette had her vitals. I uh, went ahead and turned it off to give her a little bit of privacy while she get her vitals taken. Like you can get any privacy in the hospital, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, so I'm going to end the poll, and um, we'll make sure we uh, ask another poll question in a few. All right. Cool beans. Yeah. <laughs> so that was awesome, though, Anetta. Yeah, right. yeah, I know. Wait, what, what, is it, what is it that we commonly say? Can't get any rest in the um, in the hospital. My mom said all the time. And I know when I was in the hospital, ooh, can't hardly get any rest. Try to get better. But um, yes. you, we were ending on that note before you were doing your vitals and you were talking about how does it feel having, we were talking about having faith, that foundation, and then she was coming in to do the vitals. But you love sharing and helping folks. And if there's any way you're going to be able to do it, you want to do it, right? Yeah. Now, why again? Why? Because I know what people are going to do. And when you know what a person goes through, it's not just, oh, they making shit up, or, you know, or they just, you know, they just, you know, or they just doing that for money. This disease is real. It's actually real. I did not know that lupus can amputate my legs. I had no idea. And for that, to do that to me, I am shocked. I am hooked. Yeah, I am literally hooked. I am angry, I am mad, and I am upset. The reason why is who's who's gonna push me? Who's going to who's gonna take care of me? Think about that is who's who's gonna love me? You know, now I think about all the time. Can I get married? Or it's just it's just you know possible now. I don't know. I don't know. And That's the overwhelming part that comes on. What can I do? And yes. And that's and that's just overwhelming. And it hurts because before I hit a little thing. Yeah, yeah, let me know what I'm saying. go to the mall. Come on, girl. Now it's like, if we go to the mall, yeah, yeah, push me. Yeah. It's sad, but it's true. You, you said, to reiterate what you said, you had no idea that lupus could take your legs. So, these years between 2002 and 2016, since this happened 2016 here, you were just getting ready to do all the normal things you want to do, right? Just right. the best you can. Right. Now, you also have a different form of you, you, we, we, uh, <laughs> These days, it makes me feel like all of it, all of it, man, all of it don't make no big difference, but you have lupus nephritis, uh -huh. so it affects your, your kidneys. Yes. Mm -hmm. Your kidneys. How has that been going before these recent months? Well, I have no kidneys. 
Medicate me so I can. I'm on dialysis. My natal dialysis is not fun. Yeah, you, you get to go play talk to me. Three times. Mm-hmm. I remember one time you were on. Um, were you on like four or five times? Uh-huh. So we were supposed to go shopping. Uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all some kids are going five times. Yeah. And the parents want you to kidney something. Oh, if your kidney smoke a little bit, then, you know, you get to go shop and, you know, you get to do a little bit. Don't say they don't work. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. Let me end this poll right here, Annetta. So some folks had a chance to talk about medication preference because you asked to ask the audience what kind of medications they like, like holistic, traditional, um, I know you're on a lot of the traditional now because it's medication, but you were interested in holistic medication, something natural natural where you won't have to take so much of these chemicals in your body, right? So hopefully we'll get a couple of answers on that from folks um, soon. So we'll see about that. Fair enough? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, only because I don't worry, I want to make sure you, you get in the points that you wanted to get in to folks. And some of those folks may have, have sent us a couple of questions now, and I'll see that in a moment. Let me ask one question that another person wanted me to ask. How do you feel, you know, like you said, not being able to do the things you want to do or not feeling like sometimes, you know, am I going to be loved? I mean, cause how old are you, Netta? 30. 31. 31? Mm-hmm. 31. 31. All of a sudden, in the middle of your life, right here at 31, uh-huh. this disease took away your legs. You want to one day get married, uh-huh. and you don't know now. Someone told me to ask, how, how do you handle overwhelming doubt? And do you feel like you've ever been depressed enough? To, not, I shouldn't say enough, but the way they were asking, how do you handle overwhelming doubt? Because I feel like, even though you you telling me now, telling us now that you know it's upsetting, and you know, you, but I never see that on you. All I see when you call and we talk is laughing and joking. And where does that come from? You know, God giving me faith and. Well, I guess things actually, but if you know that he has brought you this far, this far, I mean, yes, I have my good days, I have my bad days, and I know that he has brought me so far, and um, but it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay? You know. How do you handle the medicines? Any medicine in particular you could think of that makes you sick? To your stomach sick? Uh, that's cytoxin. Cytoxin? Yes. That's a chemotherapy drug. Chemotherapy drug. And then on chemotherapy itself. Why, why do we have to take the cytoxin? Uh, to make your kidney strong. 
than not having to be on jobs, you know? Um, but, uh -huh. it can go really bad. It gets like, no, I don't want to clap. Give me dogs. And once you get on a dog, it changes your whole body. I mean, some days you'll be sick and you don't want to eat. You mm have -hmm. to you get off of it. You're tired. You don't feel like doing anything. All you want to do is go home and go to sleep. And then, didn't you tell me that um, with all the medicine and with all the things going on with your body, you you have you had a stroke. Do you remember how many strokes you you had? I had one. One, one. Okay. Just some of your body, and I remember you um, telling me this is before I knew you that you were in a coma. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if they told you how long you were in that coma. But that came from your body just shutting down. Like when the kidneys just started acting up at first. Yeah. And then you were doing fine for a while, right? Yeah. 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 Here comes this out of nowhere. Right. <laughs> it's, it's called what? What is this? <laughs> it wasn't called right. lupus. Yes, yes. So yes. we want to now tell the public and so that. This disease, it's real. It's not a game. It's not something that you play with. This is this is your life. Your life. This is not something that you play with. And I tell young people, take your medicine. You may not want to play with it. You may not want to say, well, you may not want to skip your medication. But take your medicine, don't skip your medicine, no one play with it because you can't die. What would you like to see doctors do in terms of research? Well, researchers first, and then we'll say doctors. We need more research. We need more people to know about this disease. Because not so many people know about this disease at all. I put that poll up that you told me to pull over there. So more people to, to learn about this disease. Because not many people know about this disease. And it hurts me because I could almost die 2010. Yeah. I could almost literally lost my life. This is this it's not a game. It's nothing to really. And I had to learn that for myself. I thought it was a game. I thought he had like oh, I ain't doing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what? I ain't taking that bathroom and forget it. Ain't gonna do that but make me sick. <laughs> when I realized when it almost took my life in two thousand and 15 and 16, it became real. Mm -hmm. It became real, real. And in here, 
Every day I wake up, I think to myself, yeah, this is a pill I got to take. And I said, I can die. I almost died. So I'm going to end this video by saying, please, everyone out there, please, I am begging you. It's on my heart. Lupus is serious. It will. And please, if you out there, kids know that <laughs> this disease, it blew me down. And they like, yeah. Yeah, it was me to be, I, I want to die. This is easy to call lupus. Mm -hmm. It was like you. But don't let it look like you. Don't let it break you. Bye. All right. All right, you guys, let me go ahead and end the poll. And you can email me questions, and I'll make sure I ask Annette, and she'll be glad to answer them. And uh, thank you all for joining us and learning a little bit about lupus from the human side, the real talk, real people, unscripted. All right. Have a great afternoon.